So today, this is episode 48 of the Sandbox podcast. Um, my name is Wet Hair, and I'm joined by... Your name by... is Wet Hair. <laughs> For those of you who are um, not watching the YouTube version of this, at the moment, yeah. I've, I've just got back from work, I've had a nice shower, and I'm tucking into a good chat with Jack, and you're going to be listening to My name's to Jack. My name is Tits McGee. <laughs> what makes you Tits McGee? <laughs> Wet hair and Tits McGee, and I am drinking a soft and juicy Cloudwater Session IPA. For the audio listeners, a giant boobed man is holding up a beer to the camera. Yeah. Uh, it's Beer with Big Ideas, and uh, this is our official sponsor. Yes. So me and Jackie have paid lots of money for this episode. And the yeah. longer you watch, the more filthy we get. Uh, no other IPA is available. I am drinking a the complete opposite that in, in terms of the beer world. Uh, look, look at the look at this. Oh, a nice bottle of Summer Lightning with a very handsome chap on it's the label on the bottle. Really, really handsome chap. It's yeah. from Hopback Brewery. And it's, like it's so funny. It's like really cute. And it says, this is the brewery conditioned version of Summer Lightning. Probably Britain's, Britain's most awarded cask golden ale. Man. Well, they said probably, so you can't sue them. No, you can't. Because I was planning to. Like, when I first yeah. read that, I was on the phone to my lawyer. Um, but yeah, yeah false naturally. Alarm. False alarm. So, you know, oh, for a second on. there, they were going to insinuate that your beer wasn't the most awarded. Well, that would be a crime considering I have literally brewed a beer that is, uh, in 2011, considered the best beer in the entirety of the United Kingdom. There you go. Back when Jamie was 12 years old. So... We're going to be talking today on this podcast, we're going to be changing up a little bit. We're going to be talking yeah. about games and movies today. Okay. I know a lot of you probably stopped watching at this point because you're looking forward to a makeup tutorial, but we're changing it up, going in a new direction. Well, a lot of people probably stopped watching because according to our YouTube analytics, people watch our videos for 22 seconds before clocking out. <laughs> If you are watching it's like, oh. and not listening, you will notice I have a fresh new haircut. My first professional haircut in six months. There is a reason to stick around. You can see more angles of my hair, maybe, if I move my head. I have this vision of this guy coming onto our channel and staring at this video for 22 seconds when we're calling each other Boob McGee and Wet Hair. And, and then they just and click done. out. Like, that yeah, wasn't funny done. enough. I don't blame him. We're not very funny. No, I, I don't think we're very funny at all. No. Are we starting with movies or video games today, JV? That is the real question. Today we're going to start with video games because you had your time in the limelight and it's gone to your head a little bit. It did go to my head. So I'm going to rein really it in a little uh, yeah. and start off. Oh, look at, look at the look at the head on this beer. Mm. That's That's good head. That is good head. So, I've got a little list of... On this podcast, I realise we have some real random news things. They're like a collection... 
of things that I've researched and also just random things. That I'm like, huh. So that's what it is. I mean, this it's is episode. Jamie talk about whatever they want to talk. <laughs> oh, about. Oh yeah. <laughs> so obviously, this is Sandbox Forty Eight. So if you're yeah. a seasoned veteran, you must enjoy this uh, type of podcast quite a lot, and you know exactly what you're in for. But for those yeah. of you who have gone past 20 to 22 seconds and have yeah. put up with my very tired, um, poor speech that I am currently displaying to you right now, uh, you'll, you'll, you'll see that some of these news announcements that I'm going to make are, are not on par with others. Uh, we have game announcements and we have very, very specific graphics settings in a pc game type of announcement okay this is very much just whatever jamie wants i like that you say these news news announcements i'm going to make as if you are announcing this news for the first time it went through my head but that is exactly how it sounded and i kind of liked it kind of made me feel <laughs> right, quite important exclusive information from opening beta never been revealed before so i you may have seen on the internet that uh jason jason schreier um uh, well-known uh gaming insider uh found and leaked last of us remake now Mm. if you're hearing this if you're if you're reading this um as well it's all false i was actually the true insider and i just decided that Jason, me and Jason go back quite a lot, not quite far. Yeah. And I thought, here's more of a platform in which to speak uh, this information that I discovered. I don't think anyone believed yeah. me if I just decided to talk about Last of Us Remake, considering there's already a Last of Us Remake and it came out a few years ago. Yes, yeah, so you thought you'd let Jason have this one. Yeah, Jason's got this one. And he, yeah, did, yeah. he did a great job because everyone knows about this now. Yeah. But he did do a good job. What you, the listener, don't know is Jack's hot take on the matter. Jack, how do you feel about Last Last of Us remake for the PlayStation Five? You mean the remake remake? No, the last one was a remaster, but this is an actual remake. Oh, that's true. That's true. Um, I feel it is unnecessary. I'm intrigued. I'm assuming it's it's to do with the show. They want to build hype around the show. They don't want to release a third game. So they're just remaking the first game, which is still a heck of a ton of effort. I'm wondering if they're going to make the main characters look more like the characters from the show, which you may have said to me or someone said to me. I believe it was someone, yeah. I believe it was someone, or maybe it's something I read online. Either way, I want Naughty Dog to work on something else. (laughs) So it is, just to confirm, it is Naughty Dog who are developing this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, okay. That makes That's me... That's probably the big news. So, so they made two games in the last generation, which mm. it, that's fine, right? That's because they're really high quality. It's cool. But Oh, yeah, they're, they're huge games. If one of the, their two games for the PlayStation 5 generation is a remake, that's mm. kind of sad because you know you know that they're going to put a lot of effort into it. And yeah. it just surprises me. It surprises me that they're not doing an, a new IP for the new generation. But... I thought it was very unnecessary when 
Toys for Bob remade Spyro the Dragon 21 years later. Ended up being incredible. I was like, the old one holds up fine. <laughs> now we're remaking okay. the last one. Jack, there is quite a difference between those two games. Uh, no. Spyro the Dragon absolutely deserved a re- the remake treatment, uh, I, no, I think. I, Jamie, that's what I'm saying. Oh, even in that situation, oh, I was skeptical. Oh, oh, so imagine how I feel about this oh, situation. I get it. <laughs> I mean, Ooh. I now, I now fully, uh, you know, I can completely admit that the Rogue <laughs> trilogy is amazing, and it was very worthy of being made. But you know, I was like, oh, we don't need it. We don't need a Spyro remake. The other one looks great. Look at him. So, He's got free polygon head. Last of Us remastered on the PS4 was a rehash of the original game just at 1080p and 60 fps that was it right which you say it's not a real remaster on jamie standards no i it's a port like there were there were no actual upgrades um as far as memory serves i'm pretty sure it was literally they, they might have like increased the resolution of shadows and i know they added a photo mode but that does not Mm. count does not count. Photo mode not book. in the original. I thought it was, but yeah, either way, it is an enhanced port. Is the nomenclature for that? Um, that doesn't sound as good, though. It doesn't, does it? <laughs> the Last <laughs> of Us enhanced port. The enhanced port in brackets from PlayStation Three to the PlayStation Four console. The enhanced port sounds like the moon place that they go to on Treasure Planet. That's really funny, actually. Um, Thank you. <laughs> the viewers may not think so, but we make ourselves laugh. Oh, I, yeah, yeah, we do. And that's <laughs> what it's all about. Exactly. Yeah. Um, why not just make just bump it up to 4K and 120 FPS and call it a day? Why does it have to be a remake? What are they going to change? Why not just not do it? To be honest, Jack... I'm going to move on this conversation to another topic because I mean, there's nothing else to say. At this I think point. I think our other than why are you doing it? Our riveting hot take is <laughs> Last of Us remake bad, no do. <laughs> it's what everyone else is already saying. For the record, The Last of Us is one of my favorite games of all time. For the record, Last of Us was a seven out of ten experience for me. So Yeah, we have very different opinions there. According to Jim Ryan, the CEO of Sony Interactive Entertainment, I think yeah. I think I got that right. The the PlayStation 5 will have more exclusives than previous consoles. Okay. It would be nice when they start coming out. I mean, that's a bit unfair. Every single time as a new console. Every single time, people are like, but where's the games? Like, Jamie, just look at every other gen. It. Look at it. They do it every year. You'd think they'd learn from the previous gens, Jamie, and they haven't. <laughs> no, the PlayStation 5 is impossible to get. They are yeah. selling the absolute maximum number of PlayStation 5s. They made the best decision ever. Um, They did, to be fair, because you've got people like us who would... Okay, maybe not us because we're not, but people similar to us who would buy one in a heartbeat, even with no games yet. Yeah. 
Oh, if it, it's an investment. I one hundred percent. Games are coming. If I didn't have um, my PC, I mm. absolutely would have been. I would have had it by now for sure. Just play Astro's Playroom over and over again. Yeah, I I I bought the PS4 on launch and there was nothing on it for quite a long time. Mm. Like it was it was a year, and I I vividly remember um when wolfenstein wolfenstein new order yeah wolfenstein new order came out and it was kind of like here we go the first proper next gen game like it it was on playstation 3 but it was so bad it was kind of like no this is this is a ps4 game and i went to game and like slammed down on the on the uh till like i'll have this and they said fantastic we'd like to see some id please like Bah. <laughs> How old were you? Twenty six. Uh, I suppose you would have been around. I would have been 19. like seventeen, uh, or something. I think oh, oh, that, se- that seems too young, though. Um, How old were we in college? Now. <laughs> How old were we in college? Sixteen to eighteen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that's. And you have an early birthday. Yeah, I, I I would have been sixteen, seventeen. I think I was. Yeah. yeah I think I was seventeen. So even if I yeah. did have an idea on me. I still wasn't allowed to buy the game. How depressing is that? Like, That's really funny. Uh, sorry, this is a total tangent, but I'm going to go into it anyway. It's a fun one. I got really mad, right? Because mm. I just walked into game. I never buy mm. games from game, but I walked in there and I like I was really excited for the game. Mm. It was more expensive than I, on Amazon, like mm. by like seven pounds. But like, no, mm. I want to. I'm going to pick up this game. I'm going to take it on the train home and get really excited, come mm. home, put it in the disk drive, boom. And wasn't allowed to buy it. So like, well, I'm going to get it on Amazon. Then. <laughs> I never go to game and they just didn't want my money. But Amazon don't ID you. They don't ID you. They Nor just if send you, you download you games either. Yeah. You could just buy knives on Amazon. I'm not sure how I feel this is a, this is don't don't this take this too seriously to the tangent it is don't take this too seriously because I haven't thought it through yeah. well enough but okay it almost That's makes a good me thing think to play on a podcast <laughs> it, it almost makes me think that age restrictions on games and movies really shouldn't be mm. enforced at all <laughs> okay or at least I... have it so that it's only if you're like under the age of, I don't know, eleven, and you and they'll say, "Hey, you can't buy this 18. But like, yeah. who? I don't know. It's and not going to harm one, you because I want to say, well, yeah, but then like little kids are going to be playing Grand Theft Auto, but then they're surely not because their parents would see what they're doing. That's what I mean. Yeah, and if your if your parents didn't know that you were playing that game. Then, I mean, there are ways of getting games, right? You know, it's. I feel like yeah. if you if you want to have a game that you aren't allowed to buy in the store, you will be able to get that game somehow. That's definitely an awful idea, but it's one I've never thought about enough to contest. Okay, this is what I mean, right? It's not a substance. You're not going to be getting little kids addicted on something that's going to kill them in the future. It's, I mean, it's a video game. In a way, maybe. 
there is no evidence to suggest that violence five, yeah. and then they don't move to the point that they get bed sores. I mean, that's ridiculous because there's Fortnite is the most addictive game yeah, made in the yeah, last ten years. Yeah. So that's my hot take. I'm sure if someone's gone past not just the 22 second boundary, but also the 16 minutes, 10 seconds boundary, and just heard me say that, I'm sure they'll be ready in the comments to tell me oh, what yeah. catastrophically wrong with what I just said. I Do mean, you... well, then you just have the issue of kids are just, they might see sex, violence, swear words, things their parents don't want them to see. You're just making it easier for them to access that. They might sneak it in their console at night when their parents are asleep. What are they buying that with, though? Games are expensive. Well, maybe they get pocket money, save up. I could buy a game after a few months, pocket money. Well, as in currently, right now. Currently, right now, yeah. It's the life of the unemployed. I'm back on pocket money. <laughs> get an extra 10p if you do the chores. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, moving on. Oh, man. Moving on swiftly. There was a brand new, new Pokemon Snap trailer. Yep. And I messaged Jack immediately after watching the trailer. And I was kind of like, I had this, you know, kind of a warm and fuzzy feeling, like, in my heart after watching the trailer. And I I felt very happy and that's terrible because this is not a cheap game. Um, and I, I I probably can't afford it right now, so I'm probably going to say no, but <laughs> man, I want that game. <laughs> Save up enough pocket money. It was very unlike Jamie. Um, you know, he's not, he's, he's not generally into this sort of game. I'd say a Pokemon snap type game. And I, I received that message, Jack, I really want Pokemon snap. I said, Oh snap. My he didn't actually for the record, he's not clever enough to do that on the spot. No, it took me a few weeks to think of that one, actually. So I sorry, I appreciate that I'm dominating the conversation a little bit here. That's kind of the point of this segment. I guess so. I'll dominate you soon, don't worry. Please do. <laughs> please do please don't take that from this make it into <laughs> Clip a gift. That. Clip that Twitch chat. So I don't know about you, but I'm kind of getting this whimsical nintendo wii uh renaissance and it's it's growing it it's part of that fuzzy ball in my chest and it's growing yeah and i've been to the doctor and they've they've said it's it's absolutely not a physical condition so i'm good on that front that's good and they said it is terminal yeah it's terminal in that i'll die of happiness uh it you've got mario golf You've yeah. got Pokemon, sorry, new Pokemon Snap. Yeah. There, there's not that many more on this list. <laughs> but I really want them. And about like five years-ish maybe ago, if you'd said to me, show me these games, I would be so uninterested. Yeah. But it's been so long since... It's nostalgic cuddly... enough. It is. Yeah. It, I haven't had a game. I got sick of it on the Wii. I got sick of the whole cutesy thing. I was done. I kind of went back. I want to do some sports. I want to do some sports. Lockdown's over. We can go outside. I want to go into my living room and swing the Joy-Cons at the TV. (laughs) I want to play inaccurate golf where you've got to putt it, but you've got to putt it a tiny distance 
you're trying to do a tiny putt, but it won't register. So you do a hard putt, and it goes way past, and you get so angry. That's what I want. Tell me your opinion on... Are you feeling wee nostalgia yet? It's a bit early for that, I guess. I feel like I'm not, but at the same time, I feel like I've kind of consistently felt wee nostalgia since it released. I'm not... I'm, you know what I'm feeling nostalgic for, specifically, is Wii Sports Resort. I love the whole vibe of that game. All the music, the whole island yeah, design. Completely, yeah. Um, maybe a little bit of Wii Play nostalgia. That's a lot of fun. I think watching Zoe, good mm. good friend Zoebot, shout out. She played Wii Tanks on Wii Play on stream. That is a good game. Wii Play in general. Yeah. There needs I'm to be a balance. That. Like the, if if you have only those games, then you're going to switch off because they're too simple. But switch off. A, a little dose, eh? A little dose every now and again to keep you topped hmm. up. I need that. I miss that. <laughs> the Switch doesn't have kind of a a big recognisable branding in the same way that the Wii did with the Miis and everything. No. Like you had Wii Sports, Wii Party, Wii Play, blah, blah, blah. The Switch doesn't have those. I think it needs those, weirdly. No, Jack, it's needed an identity since launch. Yeah. It is a fantastic piece of hardware, but it is quite soulless, in my opinion. Well, for me, the identity I think of... Well, the thing I think of for kind of a... Like a Nintendo game but that's wholly a Nintendo game. Like, it's not a Mario game, it's not a Zelda game. It's just the console. The only one that comes to mind is Ring Fit Adventure. It's got that kind of Wii Fit aesthetic a little bit about it. But there's not really any other games that are like that, where it's just a Switch game, if you know what I mean. No, uh, for sure. Because when I think of that, I think of Breath of the Wild. That's... That's yeah. what I think of when I think of Switch. No, I, I don't. I don't think there aren't actually that many original first-party Switch games. Yeah. And okay, here's a good example. I think mm. it's good. The 3DS. Yeah. Day one, turn that thing on. You have got Face Raiders, an AR face shooting game. You, yeah. The 3DS comes with the AR stickers. And you have an mm. app which lets you play with them. You have mm. Street Pass, Street Pass, coolest freaking idea ever. Yeah, a fully featured you know whole thing. You've got an activity log, but it's not just a list of numbers and words. It's like you launch the app, and your me comes on, and he opens a book, and he looks inside. Yeah. And it's got all these animations, and it all kind of gels together. The Switch yeah. has nothing like that. It's I mean, just... the DS had PictoChat. Yeah, well, the, the Switch doesn't have any of these cool features that those other consoles had. Yeah, it doesn't have anything very unique. It feels very much like a standard console, more so than other yeah. ones. And you can make a me. Yeah, but it's so unnecessary. It's so unnecessary. <sighs> they basically 100% put that on there just so that they could port over games from previous generations that have Mies in them, mm. like Mario Kart Deluxe. Like Mario Kart, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a weird one. 
We Stan, Switch Play, Switch Party, and Switch Sports Resort. Hey, we had one to Switch actually. It's reminding yeah. me. That was awful. Yeah, that's that's probably the only Switch game. Maybe that's why they gave up. It's got good branding as well. It just needs to do something with it. Like the whole the click noise, the very recognizable yeah. Joy Cons. It's all it's all there. I mean it sold amazingly, but Yeah. Somehow But we know better. The Wii U as businessmen. The the Wii U had okay, it's the menu the menu navigation on Wii U was unbelievably slow. And mm. that's not good. However, it had like a flavour. It had that kind of quirkiness going for it. It wasn't just mm. a console. It had yeah. cool little animations. It had mm. music on the shop channel. You know. Yeah, I mean, you need bring back iconic music. Like, I don't think, I, I literally don't think there is much more iconic gaming music than the Wii music. Do, 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 do. That's up there with, like, Mario. <laughs> it actually is, like, it's actually probably more recognisable. Especially because it's such a meme. It, except for the Mario, in fact, I would go so far as to say that it's more recognisable than the the ground theme or, you know, Mar- Super Mario Brothers 1-1. One, one. Yeah. I reckon it's more recognisable than even that nowadays. We need to take that to the street once lockdown's over. We'll play Please. people each of them and ask them what they are. But you'll you'll be able to go up to. In fact, everyone who isn't a young youngish kid, because if you played that to my brother, he wouldn't actually recognize it from the console. He might have seen a meme of it, but he doesn't actually yeah. know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> I I want to do that now. I'm going to go out with a clipboard and just say like, "Oh, I'm a student. Can I play you two bits of music?" Like, yeah, but if they know what it is, I'll be like, "Why? Why make me the me maker theme?" Oh man, I'm going to get stabbed, but it's going to be well worth it. I've got another test for you. Add another one in the Wii Shop Channel theme. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. So that's potentially more recognisable, but I don't know. I didn't agree. You don't agree. I wonder how many no, people, actually, I think people actually def- used the Wii Shop channel who weren't gamers. Yeah. No, in fairness, people definitely spent more time in, in the Me Maker. You know, when we start this new segment, by the, by the end of it, I can never remember what the news was. Every Every single one of these headlines... Like we've got, except for Last of Us Remake, which is kind of juicy. We stayed on topic and then there was nothing to talk we, about. We haven't actually got like these any crazy headlines here, but we're having a lot of fun. We are. I do want That's to hand all about. The, the mic over to you with movies. However, can yeah, I just yeah, list cool. off the rest of what I've got? Because there are some interesting little bits in here. Quick fire. See how many tangents we can find. Um, one of them is just me complaining, uh, which I know you want to hear. <laughs> it's Shin Megami Tensei 3 Nocturne HD is a PS2 game and it's a remaster and it costs fifty pounds and it's capped to thirty FPS on PC. Yeah, that sounds ridiculous. Resident Evil 4 VR was yeah. announced. Interesting. 
for the Oculus Quest 2. I'm hoping it's not exclusive. We'll see. Okay. Um, there is there was a couple of Battlefield announcements. Um, Battlefield 6 apparently has the biggest team of any Battlefield game ever working on it. Uh, cool. They said it's going to be good. It's unlikely that they were going to say it, it was going to be bad. So Yeah, that wouldn't be very good um, from a marketing perspective. However, Jack, I said two. The second announcement is Battlefield Mobile, which, according to them, is a fully-fledged game. Fair. Like Call of Duty Mobile? Is that a thing? Oh, Call of Duty Mobile is massive. Yeah, I feel really (sighs) ignorant for not actually remembering if that was a thing or not. Is that Warzone, or is it its own thing? No, Warzone's not. Warzone's a Battle Royale game. Uh, As in, like, separate. It's not mobile. I didn't know if there was like a mobile version of Warzone or something. And then we have I don't know if this was in the last one or not. Yeah. Uh, but Resident Evil Village is getting a mercenaries mode. And I can't remember if I if we mentioned that last time or not. I don't think we did. Yeah, I'm not sure. Really hyped for that. Really, really hyped. Yeah. Me too. There was one more, but it's just sad. So I'm going to move move on to movies and get some more upbeat goodness. We could do the sad news. So you know, you I'm know, quite intrigued. Days Gone. Yeah. The developers pitched Days Gone two to Sony, and they said no. <laughs> There's no Days Gone two. <laughs> well, is that it? Well, it's just kind of interesting it's because dead. it's interesting that this information got to be public because that sort of stuff doesn't normally see the light of day. Yeah. But yeah, they it didn't the the reason was that it had mixed reviews, which is true. It said no thanks. It's kind of part of this greater headline of Sony reportedly focusing more on AAA, even more so on AAA and mm. surefire hits yeah so interesting stuff fair dues right movie news then are we ready i'm ready let's do some quick fire stuff that i'm not too interested in quiet place 2 plans to be released very very soon oh yeah obviously it was it was supposed to come out like last year but they said they wanted it to come out in cinema so they just kind of shelved it for a bit looks pretty good Mm. i have very mixed feelings about the first one but i do like killian murphy and emily blunt uh, it's expected to match the original movie at the box office. I feel like that's potentially, uh, you know, very, very optimistic <laughs> thoughts. Especially with this delay. Uh, as a mm. Yeah, we'll see. Um, I can't remember which actor it was. I think it's the actor who plays Sub-Zero in the new Mortal Kombat movie. <laughs> Uh, they revealed that they are contracted for four Mortal Kombat sequels. As in four more movies? I think four more. Even if not, at least three more. But I'm pretty sure it was four more Mortal Kombat movies. So they're going to go <laughs> They're gonna go deep into Mortal Kombat for this franchise. And... <laughs> I'm still excited for the first one. It's got some pretty damn good reviews. I can't wait, which, yeah. Yeah, you don't hear that very often. Um, Jim Henson, the creator of The Muppets, is getting a Disney biopic. 
I yeah. really want to see that. Do you really? Yeah, I do. I love Jim Henson and the Muppets, um, but I'm never too keen on the Disney biopics. I always find them quite a little bit more boring. I can't think of any. I'm thinking like um, there was the Mary Poppins one about the right of Mary Poppins. There was the one about Walt Disney himself, wasn't there? Oh, yeah, the Walt uh, Disney one was kind of weird, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, might be good. We know nothing about it, so we can't really uh, we can't really complain. Sorry, I've just found the Sub Zero article. The actor's name is Joe Taslim. He signed a five movie contract, so four more movies <laughs> confirmed. Um, the Conjuring Three. Did you hear about this? Hey, that's hype. No. Uh, do you want to know the subtitle of it? Yes, please tell me. The devil made me do it. <laughs> Don't you love that? Oh, I hate it. <laughs> I know I know that you're a big fan of Conjuring. I don't think I've seen the second one yet. Um you know, what is I saw the first this? one when I wasn't very Wait, what? Does it look bad? No, creepy looking beast when you Google it. Sorry. For oh, okay, me. that's good. That's a good review. Yeah, I've I don't know a whole lot about uh, The Conjuring as a franchise. I saw the first one, I think, in GCSE Media in the light of day. So it wasn't the best viewing for That's a horror really movie. Yeah. Oh, I know something that isn't actually here, but I want to talk about it. The Shang-Chi and The Legend of the Ten Rings trailer dropped. Of course it did. Yes. It looks really sick, I think. Yeah, it looks really sick. Completely it's completely cool. different. Yeah, it's it's just a really it's a really um kind of this this gonna sound like a bad thing, but it's a very cliche like eighties kung fu fighting film. It looks like potentially it's going. <laughs> it's like a Jaws quote. It's gonna do for Asians what Black Panther did for Black people. <laughs> but you know, it's a bit of Asian representation in uh in Marvel. I know we've had a tiny bit with. Doctor Strange. I don't want like, to explore this too much or at all, but I feel like it's a bit different. <laughs> but it is really cool to have um, a an Asian superhero for yeah. sure. Like, yeah. and the the Mandarin is back. No, yeah, yeah the, the the evil villain dad character. That's the real Mandarin. Yes. However, finally doing it. I went on the IMDb page. Ben Kingsley was credited, so I'm wondering if Travis Slattery is going to appear in this. Hmm. I feel like it will be in more of a flashback capacity. Maybe. I think that's hilarious. I I, I love the idea of them trying to wreck on the whole man. I don't really need to wreck on it, but you know. Them addressing it would be funny. That's really interesting. I'm really excited. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the guy who plays the the Mandarin, he's apparently a huge Hong Kong actor and huge Asian actor in general. And he's supposed to be like the Brad Pitt of Hong Kong. I don't know who he is, but apparently he's been in loads of good films, really huge. So... You know, it's cool that people like that are now going to get recognised more in the Western world. This, I think it looks yeah. really good. 
I don't know if we talked about this last week. Sorry, we can go back to that. That's all right. Karen? Do you want to briefly talk about the trailer? To, to no, I, no, no, no. I haven't got much to add. That's fair. It, it looks good. It looks like it's mm. got very good action, very kung fu fighting goodness. It opens up the MCU a bit more to get a bit more weirdness. I think some dragon characters are confirmed to appear. Crazy stuff like that. No, okay. <laughs> you do that face, Janie. Remember how weird it was when the Guardians of the Galaxy first appeared? Yeah, I know. Strange. All of these things. I suppose so. They seem sort of left field. No way slot them in somehow. So I don't know if we talked about this last week or if this is something we talked about separately in the week, but Sony and uh, Netflix have struck up a new deal. Um, and we were talking about what that meant for Spider-Man movies. Mm-hmm. It's confirmed that the Spider-Man movies will be streaming on Disney+, Plus, even with the new Sony-Netflix deal. But they're not on Disney Plus right now. Well, they're going to be at some point. How weird. Well, actually, it's not said they're going to be. It says they'll be able to. It's assuming if that was included in the deal that Sony are planning to put them on Disney Plus. Maybe as well as Netflix? I don't know how that deal is going to work. I really hope they go to Disney Plus because it is re- it's this really awkward, annoying couple of holes in the... Especially for you, and you've been rewatching it. It's a really lovely way that they presented it, and they've done it in mm. phases. They've actually yeah. fully embraced the phase, and yeah, they have bunched them into the right phase. But have, not having Spider Man feels really wrong because. Yeah. Also, well, those films yeah. are, well, maybe not so much the first one, but the second one at least is vital to the <laughs> overall story. Have yeah, you still yeah. not seen the second one? Haven't seen the second one yet. Yeah, so I'm not sure. I'm not sure how it's going to work. It might be that the non-MCU Spider-Man films go to Netflix and the MCU Spider-Man films go to Disney Plus. It might be that the MCU Spider-Man films go to both, which would be interesting. Hmm. I don't know how it's going to work. It would seem um, a bit petty if if it's coming to Netflix. It seems a little bit petty to not put it on Disney Plus as well. Hmm. That well, whole agreement is so, so messy. For me, it feels like that would be impossible to do with the agreement, but they've obviously made it work somehow, which is kind of impressive. The agreement, that has got to be one of the messiest movie agreements that I'm aware of. It's yeah. so confusing. And like they've got... Marvel in general with, with rights to characters and stuff. It's obviously yeah. just because... 20 years ago, they were like, no one wants to see an X-Men film. Give that to Fox. Yes. Then look where we are. And then they just bought Fox. (laughs) Uh, I think I have only one more bit of news to talk about. Oh my God, I love that so much. That never really crossed my mind. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, wow. I'm I'm convinced the only reason they brought Fox is because they wanted the X-Men. I don't think they care about Simpsons. Or anything else. I mean, Fox make a hell of a lot of different shows and movies. Mm. And I'm pretty sure Disney scrapped loads of them when they brought Fox. I'm pretty sure a an, an enormous part of this decision was nothing to do with IP and entirely to do with numbers and whether they'd get growth from buying that company or not. I'll tell you what numbers it was to do with Jamie number of X-Men they could squeeze into the MCU. 
We're getting all of them eventually. Give it 30 years and they'll all be in there. Oh, not, not even that. Give it 3,000 years. Man, imagine what movies are going to look like in 30 years. Imagine what the MCU is going to look like in 30 years. <laughs> imagine, like, let's say we have kids in the future, Jamie. This, this is still an ongoing series. Like, right, okay, to watch this one. Yeah, imagine. You've, yeah. you've got to watch 700 hours yeah. of content. Yeah. And then we, I can take you to the cinema to watch the it's new movie. such a good point. Okay, so it's it's fine because if you think about the comic books, mm. clearly they don't expect you to start from the first comic no, they book. they do. They expect you to start in the 1930s. <laughs> but, like, it, it's probably going to become a, the same sort of thing. It's, it's going to be like comic books and you won't be necessary to watch them. Like There'll be, like, references to other films and stuff, but you can just ignore it. I mean, it. let's be honest, in 30 years' time... There is no way that they're going to even be making references to, for example, Iron Man 1. There's no way. I think they will. Can we make a bet? They'll say, Tony Stark built this in a cave with a box of scraps. (laughs) No, they they refer to that scientist who helped helped him do it, but they they use it in a way which you 100% would not understand what they're talking about. (laughs) Unless you saw that movie. <laughs> oh, man. Or like, he just keeps saying his name. His character comes back, which, in fairness, in 30 years' time, he might not even be alive. But his character Called comes Robert back. Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> no, not Robert Downey Jr., the scientist who helped him. Hey, Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> might not be alive in 30 years. I mean, I guess everyone might not be alive in 30 years, but it felt very targeted. Man, Jack. Okay, I want to make a bet. Because we're gonna, we're well, gonna, how, we. How long will Robert Downey Jr. live? We're gonna be alive for thirty years, you know, unless something so. bad happens to us. If we 50. die of old age, we're not gonna die when we're fifty. So, I want to bet. Yeah. How many years? No, oh, wait. Let me let me see how I'm gonna phrase this bet. Um, how am I gonna tastefully phrase this bet? Um, I want a year. What what year will the MCU either cease to exist mm. or have a complete reboot? Twenty one forty nine. That was quite flippant. Um, I'm going to say it's my bet. I'm really thinking about this. The MCU's gone on for so many years already, so... <sighs> I, I googled, I googled when will the MCU end, and Google with confidence said 2028. <laughs> That's really funny. <laughs> uh, the MCU will either end because it's losing popularity or the box office gross is declining or Disney decides to reboot the universe Kevin Feige said he has comic book material that will last him until 2028 Google saw that and said this, this is, is when, when the, the MCU, MCU said, will end I'm going to say 2052 no it's too close to yours no no it's too close to yours 2055 mine was 2149 yeah Twenty-one forty-nine. Oh, <laughs> I completely glossed over that. You think we're living in twenty-one, 
21-21. I definitely had that moment. Yeah. Anyway. No, I think I think it will end in 128 years. That was my guess. That is truly foolish. Well, because I'm how going to be alive to disprove it. <laughs> I hate this because there's no middle ground. Like we will never this bet will never see a conclusion. We'll have to tell our kids, right, you owe uh <laughs> you owe Hogsby Jr. uh twenty quid if by when we get past the twenty nineties, if the MCU is still going, then your 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 granddad won. <laughs> I'm definitely calling my grandchild Hoxby Jr. I don't know why I'm naming them, but apparently I am. <laughs> that. You're calling him Hogsby Jr. or you're not going to be wow. my daughter. <laughs> God, how depressing is it going to be when we're on our deathbeds and we're like, we wasted so much of our time watching the MCU and we're never going to see how it ends. That would be... I think what would be more depressing for me, actually, would be yep. seeing it Caring on my deathbed. I would much... <laughs> No, I would much rather see um, see it carry on and see my kids or grandkids, hopefully, beat to the MCU. That would be mm. really heartwarming. And then I'd probably die of happiness at that point. That's good. Going back to dying of happiness. So when you say grandkids, hopefully, you're going to be one of those parents that pressures their children to have more children. It wasn't that I was going to pressure them. It's more, hopefully I live long enough to see grand- grandchildren. That's fair. Because I'm not having kids anytime soon, so I'm going to be pretty old when I'm a granddad. You don't know that, Jamie. <laughs> Can I fling us onto the final bit of movie news? <laughs> oh, you may. <laughs> this isn't movie news, this is television news. The Fairly Odd Parents live-action reboot is going to begin filming in June. And this is when I really understand all the American Second Amendment gun nuts who really want to hold on to their guns because it would be really handy to be able to shoot myself in the skull. What are they going to look like? What's Timmy going to look like? What's the freaking fairies going to look like? They're going to look awful. Google grow up Timmy Turner right this second. It's, It's the first in the Fairly Odd Parents live action movie trilogy. I'm also going to Google it because oh, I want to see no, what the images are. No, um, no, For all no. you audio listeners and video listeners, because we're not showing you, uh, Drake Bell of Drake and Josh fame played Timmy Turner. He wore a pink hat, a whole pink suit, and Cosmo and Wanda were horrifying CGI monsters that floated around him. And it was oh, a whole trilogy. That looks so bad. Jamie, do you want to know how the trilogy ended? How did it end? <laughs> It ended with Timmy Turner falling into a pit of lava and fucking dying. And then Wait, he was resurrected as a fairy and he lives forever as a fairy. How did they even do that scene? That sounds uh, so gruesome. He's kind of off camera. Yeah, it's it's terrible. Remember Channel Chasers, the Fairly Odd Parents special? where Timmy Turner eventually at the end realises that one day he's going to grow up and be an adult and not have fairies anymore, and he comes to accept that. It's kind of the thesis of Fairly Odd Parents. It's about growing up and coming to terms with that. In this, he stays in eighth grade forever, 
which is somehow a loophole that allows him to keep his fairies. So he's like 30 years old and he's still a fully grown man in school with like 10 year olds just so he can keep his fairies. And he never grows up emotionally or mentally. Oh, I hate it so much. And then much. he bites the book and <laughs> dies on lava. Oh, I, I think really if you Google death, uh, you might actually get it. Um, maybe you won't. But basically... Why would anyone... Oh, wow. Don't type that in. It's terrible. Oh, God. <laughs> don't type that in on Google. <laughs> don't Google that. You don't, don't want to see that. that. <laughs> oh man so they're making a live action series for some reason and and uh i use that as an excuse to talk about the live action movie trilogy that already exists and it's terrifying why now i don't know i don't know i'm pretty sure everyone who was ever involved in fairly odd parents hates everything about it at this point I hate but it's still happening. The insistence. I sent you an image, by the way, of um, of live action cartoon Timmy Turner. Um. Oh, I can't access that right now. That's fine because it would That's ruin. Fine. It would ruin the video. It would ruin the whole recording. That's fine. We don't want our viewers to um, you know, miss out on on images anyway. So let's stop looking at those. Oh, that hurts That's... so much. So. I don't really understand why they felt, firstly, years ago when they made that original trilogy, why they felt the need to make it live action when the cartoon mm. is perfectly fine. They, yeah, it's, it's, there are a lot of things that can't be translated into live action in any capacity. That and cartoon Parents is one of them. It's, so it's too strongly. animated. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, nobody. No, no kid on this planet is watching Fairly or Parents right now. I, I, I assumed that that show was long dead. Yeah, if only. But who's watching? What kid watches Fairly or Parents right now? Don't know. They could be watching Adventure Time. They could be watching regular show. But apparently, there's some kids still watching Fairly or Parents. Exactly what my little brother watched. He. He I, he probably wouldn't even know who, what Fairly Old Parents is, to be honest. Yeah, and he watched a lot of cartoons and a variety mm. of cartoons. Yeah, <laughs> it's like move on, new IPs. It's cartoons; you can do anything you like. Yeah, but they did a good job. I, I I actually honestly think that the cartoons that my little brother used to watch were yeah. hilarious, like Amazing Water Gumball. No, no, I know. I'm so saying Fairly Old Parents good. needs to move on. No, 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 no. no I, I I know what you're saying. No, no, no. <laughs> I know I get what you're saying. I'm just yeah. I'm just adding um, that it's already done. Like there are good cartoons that are taking it over, and why? Yeah, they're not making a new series of Failure Parents. They're doing a live action, which is mm. a whole other I mean, very expensive. I don't, know. I don't know. It's pointless. You're gonna need loads of special effects and stuff. Just do cartoon. I mean, regular show and Adventure Time. Obviously, when they were made, I was already at least a teenager. They're great to watch. I never watched them as a kid. They hold up. It's like SpongeBob. You can watch that as an adult. Are Early you... old parents, not so much. <laughs> no. I, I used to... There were some shows when my brother was much younger 
and yeah. I used to be bored. And you know, you'd be like, oh, watch this with me. And I used to just be like, oh, okay, if I have to. But then when he started getting into stuff like Gum- Amazing World of Gumball, I would sit yeah, there and watch it with him for shout. like hours because it was actually yeah. really funny. Yeah. Yeah, there's just there's some some shows are like that. Some shows That's be what like I have that. For news, Jamie. However, I seem to recall that you have missed out a very vital piece of game news, <laughs> and I'm a bit disappointed that I have to take over this segment like this. You know the developers of Celeste. Man, you know I've walked out the car. <laughs> I walked out the car about an hour ago, an hour and fifteen minutes yeah. ago. And I was like, oh, I need to make sure to, to talk about that. That was the first yeah. thing that came to my head. And um, you didn't. So the developers of yeah. Celeste and Tower for Ascension, two games me and Jamie absolutely love. <laughs> They're probably like our favorite indie, indie, indie studio at this point, right? Like, I love them. Yeah, I mean, they're definitely yeah. up there. Yeah, for sure. They're up there at least. Yeah. Um. They have expanded to make a new studio called Extremely OK Games. They've got a bit of a bigger team, a bit more funding behind them, a lot of fun. And they've announced a new game that they are working on called Earthblade. They did what they called a vibe reveal because they revealed very little <laughs> apart from the vibe, which I love. It's just chill music playing, a green fantastical setting, and the title Earthblade. It's like a red and orange title with a sword and a flower going through it. It looks kind of viney. Reminds me of the vines you get on Tower Four Ascension. Yeah, we know very little about it, but it's very exciting to know that the developers of Celeste are working on a new game. Gotta say, I am very excited that they are making mm. a more slow-paced game. Yep. Because Celeste in particular is really quite stunning uh yeah really nice pixel art oh yeah and i wouldn't mind just kind of hanging out in a world like yeah. that rather than having to just you know die and die and die and die yeah <laughs> i mean celeste and tower for exceedingly fast paced yeah, yeah as much as i love the challenge of Celeste and the entire game in general. I've actually been replaying it recently and I very nearly completely finished everything, which is very exciting. Wow. It's been a long job, but some of my favorite moments in that game are like in the first level when you can climb up to a ledge and look out over the forbidden city and the music kind of calms down. You just sit there for a while. It's so good. Uh Yeah. Yeah. I'd be hyped for more of that, a more chill experience, which it looks like they may be going for. Yeah, when I say chill, I don't mind. It's not even like, it could be a hard game, just yeah. um, less, like, like fast. <laughs> yeah, like challenge and then the calm segment in between yeah. and yeah, challenge yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. Ah, <laughs> yeah. oh, that's hype. I'm really excited for it. It's very hype. I can't wait. I think that's news done. It is news done. And bish bash bosh. I always say this, I can't hang around for too much longer because um, I'm, I'm a busy boy, but I'm always a busy boy. That's right. Cool. And then we end up talking for another like 40 minutes. So Yeah, it almost certainly will happen. I'm going to quickly bang talk... out. Oh, sorry. I was going to say, should we start this week with Falcon and Winter Soldier? 
You know what? That is a very good shout. Because otherwise we'll just have to rush it at the end. Go for it. I don't... I don't remember what happened last episode. Wait, so the one before last ended oh, with John Walker that? killing the guy with the shield. Yes. Okay, so the episode started with him running away with the shield and then Falcon and Sam and Bucky come up to John Walker and start bashing him to bits. Very reminiscent of Civil War. Such a good fight scene. Really awesome. I love the bit where Sam is wiping the blood off the shield and he's looking all sad. Mm-hmm. And it's a big... It really shows the, um, you know, the difference between him and John Walker. John Walker runs all the way there, and he's just kind of, you know, shields. However, and then Sam, you know, he's got a lot of respect for it. Um, I liked John Walker's whole courtroom scene when he says, "Like you made me," blah yeah. blah blah. I think he's such a good character. He's a really good character. Really, yeah. really well portrayed by Wyatt Russell. I think he doesn't get enough credit. We had an introduction of a new big character, Val, yep. played by Julia Louise Dreyfus, which was very cool. She's obviously going to be a big bad guy coming up. She's going to put together an evil team or something. We had Zemo being taken to the raft by the Wakandans. Again, that's clearly set up for something big, some sort of big supervillain team. Yeah, up. yeah, yeah. Or the Thunderbolts, I think they're called, like reformed supervillains mm-hmm. or something. Something's happening over there. And then other than that, we had a whole lot of of character building, really, didn't we? There wasn't a whole lot else. It was really good. We did have a bit more. We had a really good scene with Sam and Asaya, the, you know, old black Captain America. Or not Captain America, like a superhuman enhanced person yep there was a lot of cool kind of political back and forward there that was fun yeah i really appreciated and, that scene that was good yeah Actually, yeah you i think you said they they didn't sugarcoat things they said a lot of things the way they phrased things you would yeah, really it, expect them to say in a marvel show it, yeah it, it wasn't that what they were saying was um exactly revolutionary like we've we've yeah, that that story's been told many times before. Um, yeah. It was the fact that they were addressing that in the MCU, which I really mm. liked. I thought that was really cool that they actually went there. Mm. And I think one of the things you said was um, they weren't say, they weren't being vague about it. They weren't saying us or yeah. stuff like that. They were saying black men. Yeah. Like he was saying they won't let Captain America be black. Yeah. It's like oh, that's quite you know powerful to hear. I guess. Yeah, I liked that. And then another thing you mentioned, which I thoroughly agree with, was there was some really weird editing and pacing in this episode. That specifically um, in regards the, to the boat, which the seems boat. to be... You see that boat, and you know you're <laughs> in for a bad time. It, it, yeah. was, it was very weird. There was one scene in particular, um, the one that's just coming right now, and I think it's the one that you mentioned. They, they, go, yeah. they go and... There's a few scenes like this, actually, but there's one where they go and fix a pump or something. Yeah. And it's kind of like... comes over. Like, Bucky wakes up, and they go down to fix the pump, and they're like, ha, we fixed the pump. And that's it. Like, there's no... They don't actually add to their character. It's just kind of... (laughs) What was that? (laughs) The weird bit there... I get the whole thing is... 
I think a lot of it is is Bucky trying to make amends with people sort of thing. Um, and it's just kind of generally showing their relationship improving. But there was just that really weird moment where they were fixing the pump or whatever and his sister comes over and starts hounding him and they're yeah. having a little banter. And then they walk away and it starts playing this music and it's really like, yeah, yeah America. Yeah. And it's just these two men strutting along through the docks. And then it immediately cuts to them practicing with the shield yeah. and they're having a really serious conversation. And it feels like you're smack bang in the middle of the conversation. It's like, did I miss something? Yeah, it's it's so hard to explain. It gives you a really yeah. weird feeling. They they had a, a really nice montage of them fixing mm. the boat, and that was really good. And they squeeze yeah. in that montage Bucky giving uh, the mysterious suitcase mm. and yeah. all that. And that montage served the purpose of their bonding. Um, like you said, Bucky's kind of giving back to people uh, rather than taking away um yeah. it, it showed a little bit of you know um why, why am i drawing a blank on falcon's name what's his name sam that's it um, sam wilson played by sam Anthony and his sister Mackie. you got a bit of that you got a bit of the flirting yeah. with bucky and sam's yeah, sister funny, yeah. and, and that but that was all done in the montage and then they kind yeah. of just decided we're just going to add another little kind of shite bit afterwards yeah. for some <laughs> reason. <laughs> no, no, you mean the montage established everything quite well. And then there was like an awkward extra scene on the end of the montage. that yeah. was a part of it that felt like it should have been. And then they start walking along and the music starts playing again as if it's like back to another montage, but then we're not we're back for them. Here training. we go again. Yeah. It was really funny. They haven't. Liked- sorry. Oh, it's gone. No, you go. I was going to say they haven't confirmed who the power broker is yet. No. And... I'm telling you, it's Mephisto. <sighs> Can you imagine if it's Wolverine? Oh my god, please. For some reason. Uh, Hugh Jackman Wolverine. Hugh Jackman. Yeah, there was something else. I liked when Sam was talking to Bucky about... Um, you know, making amends. You've got to serve other people. You can't do it to make yourself feel good. It felt kind of like they were tying it back into his like military. What was it he did? He he did like those you know counselling sessions with with ex soldiers yeah. and stuff. It kind of felt like tying it back to that. It's like yeah, that's cool. Yeah, and they had that little awkward conversation about what their relationship is. Yeah, it was. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it, and I made mm. the. I didn't think this was, wasn't the best episode. Um, but that's fine because that was obviously going to happen because there have been some crackers. Yeah, uh, but I came away from that really pumped and kind of feeling yeah. really positive about the season as a whole. I really, I really liked it. Yeah, yeah. it was the calm before the storm. Definitely it was, was like it definitely was, the yeah. episode of Game of Thrones before the long night where you thought, oh, it's all going to go down. No, it didn't. <laughs> no, Game of Thrones. That was that was unbelievably annoying because that wasn't the calm before the storm. That was the calm before the calm before the storm. I hated that episode. That's Game of Thrones. The calm That's the a whole calm. other thing. Yeah, we, we've talked about that excessively. Yeah, we have. <laughs> we will I'm never so... forget. I'm so glad that I 
I think this is the first time I've talked about Game of Thrones with anyone for at yeah. least a year, by the way. Yeah. I'm so glad that I haven't had to talk about Sorry. Game of Thrones ever again. Oh no, we will though. Oh, we will. For the rest of our lives. <laughs> uh, do you have anything else you want to talk about with uh, Falcon? Falcon Wind Soldier? Not particularly. I'm very excited for the final episode tomorrow, not to date this video. It's going to be... We've got two costume reveals for sure. We're getting White Wolf and we're getting Captain America. We might get White Wolf. We're getting White Wolf. They yeah. they hinted at it again. That's I'm I'm convinced. There's no way that Bucky's not getting involved. He's he's he got the suitcase with Captain America's suit in it. There's no way yeah. that they said to him, "Oh yeah, give us a sound." The person that we've only met like once. Mm. Oh, by the way, here you go, White Wolf. Here's your here's your wolf outfit that you you ordered. <laughs> it's just a wolf's head. That's what we I'm hoping for. Yeah. Uh, nothing else just the head yeah 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 that'd be ideal yeah, yeah that'd be good seriously bulletproof though like for for a wolf head it's actually quite functional but every time that's the all bullet goes in it just it's just like shooting a wolf in the head it's just <laughs> it's just blood the whole thing actually um has like a whole frame of robotics over it and whenever you shoot oh, yeah. the wolf head it goes oh <laughs> And it's so disorientating. It's like Bucky's like, hang on, my gimmick was the metal arm. Did I really need this? <laughs> Puts on his head and it's just wolf head <laughs> decay drips onto his nose. <laughs> and then Bucky goes, oh! Yeah. Anyway. That's, that's our Bucky. Sam and Bucky or should I say Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan have very good chemistry. And Look I think you the flexing seemingly... your bloody actors. You love it. You love Oh, I need to say all their names. Throwing their names around. Just because you don't know any actors. Oh, names. I don't. I I'm so ignorant. I just don't really <laughs> I just don't I just don't know any. <laughs> I've got one thing going for me, it's that I'm pretty good at remembering names of people in the movie industry. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, you, need, I think... you need that to make up for your significant shortcomings. Yeah, like my uh, general shortness. Um, I think that's one of the big strengths of the MCU is the seemingly very good wholesome relationships between all of the cast members behind the scenes. They pull that off really well. There's very few scandals and stuff that happen. Yeah, they've all got they've got a really a really good solid image there. Yeah, they do. It's really cool. It's good. It holds it together. It makes you like it more. Do you have any games you want to talk about, Jamie? I actually do. Hit me. So you sound extremely sad about that. So there's one that I I don't want to dwell on, but I do need to mention it. Mm. Uh, and there's another one which I which would explain my which reaction. Need to dwell on. Um, I, as you know, I, I messaged Jack. Uh, I've started. I've just got to Shadowbringers. Final the reaction Fantasy is explained. I know what you're going to say now. <laughs> uh, no, you don't know. I don't think you do. Uh, oh, okay. And yeah, uh, super good. I'm not going to go into it. I will say that this morning I was doing um, a 5am session of it and there was a scene that I need to tell you about 
and it was yeah. utterly horrifying. So, uh, without going into any detail, uh, but That'll be the the, day. the main enemies in Shadowbringers are angels, basically, and yeah. we see we've seen a few lesser angels, but we see a kind of like a mid tier angel, and it mm. flies over, and there's a character that they've kind of introduced and they've kind of, you know, massaged them into the story. And you kind of think yeah. this, this is going to be like a character that is going to be added to the main crew. Like it's going to mm. be like a, a, a mainstay. Mm. Um, she gets killed. Oh, and it's so gruesome. Her whole, basically she runs a hospice for yeah. uh, people who have basically, who are turning into angels it's it's a mm. disease um and you get it from like this bright light it's basically like COVID. uv rays but instead of yeah. giving you cancer it turns you into a horrific angel creature and yeah but she runs a hospice and then like basically um when they're almost turned they she 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 kills them in a, in, in with mm. poison in the most in the most nicest way she possibly can yeah humane that's what I was looking for Mm. but she gets killed and she's so nice and she she kind of goes like oh and she's got his sword through it it comes out it's like oh no and she's gonna she's gonna collapse and die no no she and then her face starts to melt and it's like the characters the characters faces are so shocked Mm. and it makes it even more horrific and then she just kind of like her eyes go all white and then like melt onto her face. Now bear in mind, this doesn't happen ever in this game, okay? And like oh her whole God. body like retches. And then she gets she like turns into a cocoon. And then inside you can hear like these squelching noises, like <sighs> like properly like like bone snapping and stuff. Like she's Yeah. And she comes out and she is this hideous, hideous angel thing. Um yeah. and you're like, okay, well at least her pain and suffering's over. And then she says, there's a character called Alice. She goes, Alice, I'm sorry. And I'm like, no, she's still conscious. Oh, God. I don't mean to laugh so much, but the image of all cutting over to the other characters and they're just standing there so shocked. Yeah, they are. Like surprised Pikachu just watching this horrible thing happen in silence. Oh man! The other th- game that I've been playing this week, yeah, and it's an ongoing saga. I've mentioned it on the podcast before. It's Resident yeah. Evil Five. I am. Oh yeah. I've finally. We're finally on the final boss, and I would have said, "Oh, I finished RE Five, but oh my god, the final boss is unbelievably bad. Like so, just." Poor design philosophy in every sense. Just yeah. we 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 got to it, and it got to a point where it was half ten. I had to get up early. It's like I don't, I'm done. I, I, it's just, it's, it is the final boss. I'm like, I I don't want to. St- I'm tired. I don't I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> it's so awful. Oh, that's so funny. Jamie has been getting up at four a.m. every day to play Final Fantasy Fourteen. <laughs> No, I actually have work. But yeah. Oh, if you man. if you haven't played RE5, 
have you sorry have you played re5 i haven't i've seen a playthrough of it but i don't remember the final boss it's it's wesker uh but he's like mutated and covered in metal and stuff. i might actually remember it now you've immediately said that and he has Although a huge like he has a huge whip arm so often he just stands yeah, still and I does this for one. ages and doesn't actually do anything and you can just like look at him and shoot him and he doesn't move he just does this it's just tedium it's tedium the arena you fight him in is nonsensical uh yeah. and it's also in a volcano which is hilarious because you just die in the background, you see Timmy Turner falling. Oh my down. god! Yeah, <laughs> that was a really good throwback. Oh um, yeah! If you get whipped by him, you like ragdoll, and you, you never ragdoll in this game. But for some reason, in this one scene, you just kind of just <laughs> <laughs> it's like the Saints Row insurance fraud missions. We're <laughs> just like, whoa! Yeah, I can't. Oh man! I would not recommend you play. Uh, Resident Evil 5 with a friend mm. I strongly strongly wouldn't recommend you play it on your own I cannot imagine how much worse this game is playing it on your own I cannot imagine yeah well, next you've got Resident Evil 6 yeah I, I actually purchased it on the store uh, yesterday because it was on sale Man. ready to go what have you been playing you're all up I've been playing I've been playing this every single week, but I'm gonna talk about it today because for some reason something clicked yesterday and I thought this is my favourite thing. I've been playing Stargy Valley. <laughs> I've been playing this with a friend of me and Jamie's called Niall, who has appeared on the channel I think multiple times, if not at least once. Once, but we keep referencing him. <laughs> we reference him a lot. He will almost certainly appear again. I feel like I wanna at some point do a video on our Stargy Valley game. We've been just jumping in for like a few hours every week. I think we've clocked about like 16 to 18 hours now total. Because it's been going on for like quite a few weeks now. And it is just the most fun, wholesome time. We log in on an evening on like a Wednesday or a Thursday or something. We just, we piss about on the farm for a while, get nice and productive. And it's just so much fun. We've got cows, we've got chickens. We're trying to woo some ladies. It's all happening. And we've got a great farm going. And if you have the chance to play Stargy Valley with someone, preferably someone who knows a little bit about the game. Nar was slightly more knowledgeable than me when we started, but I feel like I've kind of caught up. And uh, we try to rely on the wiki as little as possible. It's kind of unavoidable with this sort of game. But I would highly recommend it. It's such a fun time. And Jamie, you need to jump in and join us. Yeah, I do. I, really I mean, do. the great thing about Stardew Valley is, is people can just jump in and out whenever they please. You're not going like to want me to play. Uh, I'm not going to be able to actually add any anything to your That's farm. Fine. That's but, fine. Yeah. Help us in the mines. It's a really good experience. It's really fun and wholesome. I've probably been playing other games, but that's all that comes to mind because we played it last night. It was good stuff. Niall religiously watches the podcast. So shout outs to Niall. Yeah, that warms my heart. <laughs> yeah. He's a very heartwarming man. That's uh, that's pretty much all I've been playing. Um, I've also been playing Chess Weekly with Ollie, <laughs> the man who creates many themes for Openly Beta. His channel is usually linked in the description. Um, and he frequently destroys me. 
it was the week before last. It's usually not too bad. Last week, I think we had two draws, and then he beat me once. It's like pretty close. The week before last, he beat me about seven times in an hour, and I've never felt worse about myself so as a human being. These are, that's a very quick game of chess. Yeah, he beat me in about four moves in one of the games. It's forever documented on my chess.com profile. That That's unbelievably impressive. No, no, I'm just unbelievably shut. <laughs> <laughs> Ollie is Ollie is good at the game. Um I mean he's not he's not like a grandmaster, he's just significantly he's better than me. Yeah. His ranking on chess.com isn't actually much higher than mine. Oh wow. Yeah, I don't know what it is, man. I can I can psych him out if I start talking about Taskmaster. That's how I get him. Other than that, I'm doomed. That's my chess strat. I think we should also get more chess content on the channel, Jamie. More chess content? Yeah, yeah. I think Jack versus Jamie, openly versus chess. We can do one episode of you and me versus in chess. But That's all we need. Jack's I gambit. Think it's fair to say that that is not our specialty. I don't think we'd be able to add much to the chess community. Jamie, that's what people want these days. They've seen the Queen's Gambit, they want to get into chess. They watch Magnus Carlsen, they're intimidated. They want to see us play. They saw the Queen's Gambit many months ago and have played chess, realised that they're crap and they never want to play it ever again in their life. That sounds like you're projecting. Or the alternative, they got really into (laughs) it. Which, I I love chess. I I say this to you often that I want to play Mm. chess with you and then I forget. We could just play weekly chess like me and Ollie do. I, I wouldn't be able to commit to every single week, but that's fair. I, I could. I would definitely want to do some chess. <laughs> yeah, that would be good. I mean, this has definitely been the podcast where I reveal a lot about my personal routine. <laughs> yeah. So, what about your poos? My poos. They're uh, twice a day. I use an app called Poop Map. <laughs> this isn't a joke. Uh, me and a few, a few of our friends download an app called Poop Map. I'd highly recommend it, at least if you're in the UK. You uh, you go on there and you say when you're doing a poo, and it sends a notification to all of your friends. You can rate it. You can leave a description. You can even attach a selfie if you want, but we don't tend to do that. You you haven't used it, and I haven't used it in ages. Uh, I haven't. I, I I would say I haven't really properly used it yet. I haven't gone into it. No, you haven't gone into it. Ollie's uh, done like like. 35 poos registered or even more maybe but i never get notifications from these people oh wait i haven't used it the last day that's sad maybe i haven't pooped who knows this is what the viewers want to listen to what the viewers want to listen to is me saying thank you very much for listening or watching or both to this i think we should close this podcast out with uh uh, a fan question of the day mm. so this question comes to us live from the steam stargy valley forum chob asks are there any mods to remove gay relationships i feel uncomfortable with the idea that this game pushes the gay agenda <laughs> i'm sorry i'm sorry if you're if you're listening and not watching <laughs> jamie has just covered his mouth I mean, that hurts to listen to, man. (laughs) Does anyone know of a mod that pushes this kind of content? Now, I'm going to answer the question for Chob, seeing as I've played a lot more Stardew Valley Mm. than Jamie has. I don't actually know of 
uh, a mod that removes gay relationships from Stardew Valley. However, there is one way you can do it. You go to the main menu of the game, you load up your game, you play the game, and similar to in real life, you don't get in a gay relationship that you don't want to be in. And then there won't be any gay content. I know it's so, so tempting. I know people, gay people is of this, the same gender. Is this real? It's hard to say no. This is a real question on the Steam forums. I, I can only I can only fathom that that is a joke and someone's just being extremely uh, meta with that. I, I can't... How can I you... can completely fathom that's a real person. Jamie, we all know gamers are the most oppressed minority. You can't spell gamer without gay. <laughs> oh, gar. Gar! <laughs> oh, man. So uh, that's the end of the podcast. We ended it with a nice oh, man. political message. <laughs> we... I've got. I always have audacity up to uh, check. I'm not talking too loud, and yeah. uh, <laughs> me saying "gar" resulted in this huge rectangle <laughs> of wave. <laughs> gar. <laughs> well, thanks, thanks for watching, Lord. Uh, if you have <laughs> any suggestions um, on how you would like us to do this podcast, yeah. uh, we will. We'll probably throw them out. We're 48 episodes in and we're still learning. We're 48 episodes in and I think the truth of the matter is there's only so much that we can do over the internet. And I do think that once we're able to see each other again, the podcast will go back to being more of a, a, a ramp of improvement. We'll be touching each other a lot. We're touching each other a lot. Might might be some licking even, actually, to be fair. Yeah, most likely. A lot of coughing on each other just because we haven't been able to do that. Intimate coughing. This is what a world post-lockdown looks like. Ladies and gentlemen, I (laughs) give you... This is the future liberals want. I give you Jack. Um, If you have any questions for Openly Beta, be sure to leave them in the Steam Stardew Valley forums, and we will promptly take the piss out of them. Stay safe. Get vaccinated.